Welcome, everybody, to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. It's a beautiful day in Sonoma Valley. I know I always say that. A little bit muggy. There's a tropical storm thing coming up from the uh, Southern California, but it's a lovely day. Today, big announcement in Sonoma. We have a new bench. A new bench. There's an artist, a poet, her name is Ada Lamone. She worked at Reader's Books, and we put in a new bench in her honor because she is the poet laureate of the United States of America. Um, it's, a, it's a role she gets by defeating the other poet laureate in a rap battle, and she gets it for two years, and it's really amazing. Uh, afterwards, she gave a few talk, and there's like some big muckety-mucks doing their thing, but what really struck me was when she said she was working at the bookstore and she was kind of dreaming about doing something and she said um, this is a place I was told I could be anything and somehow I believed it and it was amazing so this is a place I was told I could be anything and somehow I believed it she also said Sonoma is a community where you could tell someone you wanted to be a dancer or an actor or in a circus and they wouldn't laugh because here it was sort of like you could be what you want to be in the creative arts. So Ada Lamone is our poet laureate. You can see her new uh, bench uh, outside of Reader's Books where she used to work. And you can go get a book, get her poetry. And uh, that's the arts. The arts is about making things out of something amazing, what we do in Sonoma. And speaking of poetry and arts and things just like that, winemaking is also an art. So here is your segue, folks. This week, I always say I have a very special guest. This time, I actually mean it. I've got two very special <laughs> guests. We're going to be talking wine, harvest, whatever veraison means, because I don't know, and more about it. So let's start with Laura. Say hello. Hi. How are you, Laura? I'm good. How good. are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Laura, thank you Laura, for having us. Of course. Laura McGillie with the Sonoma Valley Vintners and Growers Alliance. Science. Very yes, good. And we are a nonprofit organization that supports the grape growers, wine okay. growers, um, winemakers. Okay in Sonoma Valley and promoting the um, awareness of our amazing grapes, wines, Everything people, environment, here. climate. So speaking of grapes, people, and wine, you brought a winemaker, an actual winemaker. I did. Who'd you Our bring? winemaker, or a winemaker and board member. <laughs> <laughs> winemaker of the day. And fabulous day. man and good friend. Bart Hansen. Bart, welcome. Thank you. Bart, and which, which winery are you with? So uh, I have a small winery by the name of Dane Cellars. Dane Cellars. Yep. And you named it after a large dog? Uh, you know, it's really interesting. We <laughs> no? did not. 16-year-old um, dog. Yeah, our 16-year-old son. Uh, so I, oh, named Dane. His name's oh. Dane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, the funny thing about that is when we first met with the an, an artist talking about the label, he like walked in and he says, I have this concept for this big dog. And That's I was awesome. like, wow, you are not going to work out for me. <laughs> um, no, I was uh, a winemaker at Benziger Family Winery. Also heard of and, them. And okay. um, when our son was born in 2007, I quit my perfectly good job to be a stay-at-home dad for well done. now 16 years. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Stay-at-home dad slash winemaker. Yeah. You started the trend. Yeah. Yeah. So like you're like, I stay at home doing nothing except I also run a wine label? Well, but it's very, very small. And, okay. you know... Um, I know most winemakers would like you to think it's all-consuming. Right. You know, you, you don't have to do things just for the sake of doing them. Well, hold on. Cut his microphone. What the <laughs> hell? What's going on? No, they're out there 24 hours a day, 365. <laughs> so if you're running a smaller wine label, you yeah. have a little bit more time. Yeah, it's all okay. manageable and stuff. Okay. Um, and so it's it's very small still to this point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not meant to... Uh, 
it's not meant to change the world, but Got we're it. making really good wine. And okay. We only make wine from here in Sonoma. That's okay. where I've worked for my whole career. Oh, great. So why trounce all over the county or the state looking for other fruit when Find stuff there's nearby. so much right here, right? I like that. It's a good so, point. Yeah. So on that, Laura, so then he's one of your winemakers. And, and are you also a grower or are you a I'm not a grower. Okay. Uh, that's a different skill set that right. I didn't acquire. I was always a seller rat by trade. Okay. Um, so that's where I kind of, I rely on really good growers. Though. So can you, Laura, can you explain the difference between a grower and a winemaker? Because some people might not know what that means. Do you sure. like, like a farmer versus? Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, and Bart can correct me if I'm wrong, but oh, I'll say it simply. But <laughs> to me, it's the growers are managing the vineyards. They are um, forming what that, you know, what the juice will be. And um, of course, working with the winemaker and the right. team to get the right product right. But a grower doesn't, for example, squish the grapes yeah. or ferment anything well, normally. I mean, you know, in, in previous years or, you know, earlier in life, um, that wasn't a good example, but earlier <laughs> th- th- it was more delineated, right? right like so there were farmer, growers, right? you were a farmer, you grew grapes, you delivered them to the winery and the winery took over. You walk right. away and then the vintner jumps into action. Yep. And, and, and wineries okay. always grew grapes. So there was always that crossover, right. but it was much, it was really a separation. Right. Um, I think now you find most young winemakers coming up in the business. They've spent some time working in a vineyard mm-hmm. um, because without that background, um, there is something to be lost. Um, okay. I, I feel that I feel that it's easier to go from working in in vineyards and then moving into winemaking mm-hmm. than it would be to just being a winemaker and then going into grape growing. Okay. Um, okay. And a lot of our um, grape growers will provide grapes for various wineries, winemakers throughout Sonoma Valley too. Got it. Um, so it's not always you know there's a state grown and then there's people that are buying and um, yeah there's right. far yeah there's right. far more vineyards out there than there are um, wine labels. Wine labels. And it's also, right. it makes right. it, you know, a community as well right, of people working together. And, and there's also plenty of, like, just, like wine growers, farmers, yep. who sell grapes to wineries that are not in Sonoma Valley. That's true. That you could have a winery up in Mendocino or other yeah. parts of Sonoma County or Napa and buy our grapes. Yeah. Right. Right. Of course. Um, but, Bart, you were saying you buy all of your grapes from Sonoma Valley, it sounds Correct. like. And, yeah. and that's also what you can do as a thing. Um let me ask you, uh, did you get into this business? Are you in an ag background? Did you grow up here? How did you I end up here? I grew up here. You grew up here? No, I You're a local. Background. I am a local. Go Dragons. Go Braves. Oh. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you no, went to the other high school. I did go to high school in Napa, but that, that's okay. All right, if, so, I, if it were today, I would go, right. to, I would go to Sonoma Valley High. <laughs> so you grew up here. Yeah. Were you aware of wine growing and, and the course, wine yeah. business? Or yeah. Did you grow up in the business? Uh, no, I grew up around the business. You did, which I is kind of hard not to around here, right? It's hard not to, but I also feel like I, I probably drank better wine then than maybe I did like in my 20s. I, I mean, I could right. drink good wine now, but right. we drank good wine in, in I, mean, when you were, I shouldn't say it in high school, but. Right, well you had access to. I had access, It yes. wasn't Boone's Farm yes. and Mad Dog. But not as much, like I right. still didn't know what 
harvest was or right. what the whole process was. It oh, was really? Just, it was just sort of like out there happening. Out there happening, But sure. like most teenagers, you're probably a little more navel-gazing than like, oh, there's a whole world out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Stuff going on. Exactly. Okay. So coming back here years later and now being in the business, it just makes so much sense and I've learned so much. I'm on those cycles. Someone, someone asked me today, like, how are things going in Sonoma? I'm like, well, it's that, it's that white knuckling is starting of harvest. I can feel it. There's a palpable sense in the air that we're about to hit harvest mm-hmm. um, and, you know, things are being nuts for eight to ten weeks yeah. and the person's like what you, and the person lives in the bay area like what are you talking about and i'm like well here we're like kind of defined our business cycles are also dependent on the agricultural cycles yeah but it's funny how 30 miles away exactly they have no clue i <laughs> mean and we take it like we take for granted a lot of it too right, right. you know what we just we think it's normal and it is to us but right. people are fascinated by it too right well and people call in. me like, Should I come yeah. visit like after harvest they're like yeah. oh, what day does that end i'm like i don't i mean what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> when does it start <laughs> exactly <laughs> Well, I, I mean, it, it's, I grew up in Petaluma, and okay. my mom's side of the family, they were on the dairy industry. Um, so I grew up around that. And, and yeah. the way I got into the wine business is my mom said, you know, wouldn't it be fun to work at a winery? She and, said that. Yeah. Because getting up at 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. to Well, I mean, again, my dad was a painting contractor, so okay. her family was in it. Right. She married someone that wasn't in the business. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, that might be kind of fun. And <laughs> and I went looking for a job, and I got a really? job at Kenwood Winery for Harvest. Wait, so you didn't do the, I'm going to go to UC Davis and no, study No, there was a reason why my mom said, you, maybe you should get a job at a winery, because I wasn't a very <laughs> good student. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So you started at Kenwood vineyards uh, as a cellar rat? Yeah, uh, in can 1986. You, can yeah. you explain what a cellar rat is? Yeah, the year she oh, was born. There you go. <laughs> can you explain what a cellar rat is? Well, I mean, that first year, actually, my job was I hauled grapes from the vineyard to the winery. That was like my sole job. And okay. when we weren't picking grapes, which was rare, I worked in the warehouse pulling pulling um, like, orders. Like a pallet jack? Oh, yeah. Also, we, yeah. Well, well, pallet jack, and right. then I graduated to forklift. Well done. Um, okay. Until I broke something, and then I went back to pallet yeah. jack. <laughs> Breakage. Right. Um, <laughs> but but essentially then became a cellar rat. And a cellar rat is someone that just works in the wine cellar, does all, all functionalities of what it takes to make wine. So right. everything from helping receive grapes to crushing them, to pressing them, putting them into barrels, taking the wine out of barrels, washing barrels, washing tanks. Um, it's all the glamour stuff. People, people don't know that there are a lot of steps behind the scenes. They think you have grapes, and like I mentioned, you have barefoot Italian girls that squish them, and then they go into bottles. Right. But there are a lot of steps along the way. Right. Um, and the cellar rats are kind of one of the one of the key backbone of the industry. It's funny how we all call each other cellar rats, though. Yeah. Because. I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know where that came from. The, the first time yeah. I ever kind of heard it is Lance Cotrere, or okay. Lance Cutler. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from here, he was the original winemaker at Gunlock Bunchu. Okay. They used to throw the cellar rats ball um, okay. way back in those days. And um, that was the first time I'd ever heard. Yeah, it's a, it's a common term up here. And if you say that to people... From Sonoma County, they understand what you're talking about. You're pulling hoses, you're right. moving pumps, you're right. doing cleanouts. Uh, if you tell anybody from far away, like a cellar rat, yeah. they're thinking of you know a rodent, but right. they're not. Yeah. No, right. uh, well. but or are they? <laughs> I think that's where the name <laughs> so then, comes so then, you, so then you graduated <laughs> and you started making your own wine, though. How'd you go from being a cellar rat to like, I'm going to make my own label? 
Um, maybe a little overconfident. Oh, well done. Uh, <laughs> didn't know what you didn't no, know. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you know, my time at Kenwood was really kind of spent learning, you know, the the basics of winemaking and, and, and learning the processes mm-hmm. and about, you know, cleanliness and, and, and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a chance to go work for the Benziger family, um, which was a little different because now all of a sudden I was more managing people as opposed to being the person doing the work. Um, I got to have input on how the wines tasted. Um, and then I was given responsibility with, here, these are your grapes this year. Well, you know, don't mess it up. Like a block of a vineyard, you're saying? Uh, or yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. And, and so that was some ownership, you know, right. which came with some confidence. And, you know, Mike and Joe were always there um, very close to... Um, let me know their opinions. Um, Are you and, saying the Benziger boys were not shy with their opinions? Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're just not shy about they're anything. They're not shy about anything, right? <laughs> um, right. And so that, you know, kind of came from it. And then, like many other, you know, people in the wine business, I made homemade wine for years. Right. Um, and Speaking then, of which, should we try some? Yeah, yeah I think and we so, should. Well, why don't we, let's transition to that. Because you, you went from garage yeast to a guy who makes it in the garage. Yeah. To, to a, an actual winemaker. Which yeah. they're also actual winemakers, I should say, the garage yeast. But and they, they are, yes. And, you know... Whoa! Is that what you're looking that for? That was great. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> what, um, what? I, I think that I, I think that what led to it was it used to be very difficult to make a small amount of wine. Like mm. there weren't there weren't facilities where you could make wine. The licensing wasn't as simple as I'm going to make a little of my own right. wine un, at somebody else's winery. Mm. And when that changed, it all kind of opened up. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when direct to consumer started, which was before I started, then there was a way to actually sell that wine. Got it. Okay. Um, so those were the things that kind of opened it up. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of start shelling out money. Um, right. <laughs> Step one, get grapes. Step right. five, get a lot of money. Right. Starts money. Well, what you brought here, it looks like a uh, rosé, which is a, a pinkish wine. For those who don't, yep. So this is a 2000, do you have a? I have my, cu- where my cup go? Oh, yeah, right there. It's the official wine tumbler for the picnic area there of the go. plaza. Ooh. Is that fancy? So this is a 2022 rosé made of the Grenache variety. Okay. Um, from Dane Cellars. From, from Dane Cellars. Cellars. Wait, is there, if someone want just, is it danesellers.com? It is danesellers.com. That's the way to do it. Explain to me what Grenache is so I don't know what that is. Cheers to all you guys. Cheers. Wait, we got, how you do it? There you go. Wait, wait, wait. Very good. And <laughs> I'll do a little tasting here. So Grenache is um, known as mm-hmm. one of the uh, varieties grown in the south of France, primarily Chateauneuf de Pop. Okay. Um, uh, a noble grape variety for sure. Not one extensively planted here in California. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially here in Sonoma until the past few years. Okay. Um, uh, a wonderful grape, you know, really nice fresh fruit, um, uh, a pale color. Mm-hmm. But in it's the traditions of Chateauneuf de Pop, it's also blended with Mouvedre and Syrah and many mm-hmm. other varieties. Um, which where really where the dark color comes so is, from in the red wine. In, so in, I've heard of GSM is what it's called here in the States. Right. Grenache Sera Mouvedre. Right. Does it have another name in France or something like that? Or just it's, wine? It's, if, if there's, well, again, in France, remember where the grapes are grown kind of determines what's in it. Mm-hmm. So if it's in Chateauneuf de Pop, it's primarily Grenache and then up to 17 or 18 other varieties can be in it. Okay. Um, 
But there are some limits that maybe Californians aren't limited by as Correct. far as what yes. blends can go right. in there. If, right. we, if you're going to call it a proprietary blend here, then all you have to do is be able to list what the percentages of the varieties are. Got it. So we have a red blend that we call Valeria. Okay. It happens to be Grenache and Mouvedre. Okay. And... Um, the reason why it's a variety is because it's not 75% Grenache. Got it. It's only 66% Grenache. So getting into this, a lot of this is stuff you guys kind of deal with. The laws state if there's sure, certain percentages, I, right? Right. Yeah, we do. And I was going to say what we do deal with, too, is marketing and events. And Grenache Day is coming up, right? Grenache Day? <laughs> Grenache Day. <laughs> Grenache Day? Yeah. yeah. What I day is Grenache Day? You know, I think this it's, September <laughs> It's, it's a weekend? It's actually, it, it's so <laughs> International Garage Day actually happens to fall on my birthday this year. So if anyone wants on to purpose. send a card. So when is right. that? Uh, September 15th. <laughs> 15th, okay. okay. International Garage Day, yes. September and, 15th. Okay. And, and so there's a couple of events that have been organized. Right. Um, the Girl and the Fig okay. is having a dinner um, to celebrate right. it. And they're um, big into these kind of varietals. Yes, they are. Well, I mean, they're okay. the reason why the, run the varieties have taken off the way they have. Right. But they're doing something down at Sweet D. Okay. Um, a dinner and a whole bunch of wines okay. um, from all over the country. Are they going to include yours? Uh, we will have some of our wines Are we have also. birthday cake? Um, I don't know about that. I don't know if hey, John... Hey, John Tulsi, listen up. Birthday yeah. cake, September 15th, <laughs> Grenache Day. See if John's listening. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday, our friends at Winery 16600 right. are having their, um, what they call Vinyl Sunday, and they're having a show out at a barn out on mm. Denmark okay. uh, with Catherine Russell, mm. uh, a jazz musician. Well, that's coming cool. to play. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, it's a, a full weekend of uh, Grenache Gr- celebration. Grenache celebration. Winery 16600 has all the information, too, okay. on their website. So let me well, let me transition away from winery for one second. Yep. Laura, you represent a bunch of wineries and growers. Yes. And it sounds like you come up with events or things to kind of explain what the Sonoma Valley Vintners and Growers, mm-hmm. um, do they have any other big events coming up that consumers can be a part of and kind of learn more about Sonoma Valley? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, we we have one sort of marquee event and for the rest of the year, it's mainly our um, wineries and members who have the events and we promote those. Right. But for us as um, Sonoma Valley Vintners and Growers, also known as SVVGA, right. Sonoma Valley Wine, um, and our foundation, we have taken over um, uh, in 2021 mm-hmm. uh, the Valley of the Moon Vintage Festival. Okay. Very historic, time-honored tradition during I, harvest season. I think it's California's longest-running harvest festival. Maybe it the is. countries. I can't remember. 126 yeah. years. That's this a lot of harvest. Year, okay. 1897, okay. I believe it started. Um, and I want to say it started at Gunlock Bunshu. Oh, really? Yes. So, so much history Jeff, there. Jeff's, Jeff does not Jeff, look that old. Jeff doesn't. He's not. Jim does, though. <laughs> Jim does. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> so, I was founded in 1897 at Gunbun. Uh, as a as a vintage festival festival okay. celebrating harvest season and okay. then throughout the years it's just taken on um, sort of different aspects and community events and we took it over in 2021 last year okay. 2022 was our first oh great go at it it was great successful and we had so much fun let's um, do it again you're like we're gonna do it again this year a second glass yeah what uh, what dates is it this year September 29th Friday September 29th and Saturday September 30th got it okay so we'll begin um, Friday with the legends dinner okay that is at BR Cohen okay it's a 
you know, a wonderful, magical evening. Uh, Chef Ari Weisswasser is catering. Okay. Or cook, having the dinner. From um, Glen Ellen Star. From and Glen Ellen good. Star. It will be uh, tables hosted by all of our legendary grape growers and okay. winemakers. Um, anyone can come and uh, sit with them at the table. They're going to be having their own, you know, library wines from their own collections. Okay. What is a library special. wine? Is that a wine I drink in the library? Because people say <laughs> library wines. And is that, what does that term mean exactly? I Would you explain it as a... I would say, you know, a library wine is anything that's not currently for yeah. sale. Okay. So, it's hard you to know, get. Wine, back catalog. Yeah, back catalog. I mean, wine is, That you wouldn't you know, drink anywhere else. Really. Yeah, and, and it's it's something meant to be aged, right? Like, okay. We, okay. We, now we try to make wines that are approachable when you release them, right? Got they it. should taste good. But they should also taste better, you know, down the road. Yeah. Okay. And so wineries will always hold back wines um, to uh, see how they evolve and see how they age out. Okay. okay. And so that's what we're doing is we're bringing some of the old wines to share right. with our customers and our friends. Okay. Okay. Last year I was given... An empty bottle, but <laughs> I had a little bit of it uh, from Joel Peterson in 1986. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Zen. As so famous as Ravenswood Zen. That was yes. my first harvest. No, I have the bottle. I know. Really? And that it was, was my first my harvest. birthday weekend. 86. I was trying to go back to like how young you are. We moved it up this year. So she's younger than a library wine. <laughs> Love it. No, oh, that's so funny. Uh, and then, so, I see that, so that's on Friday. Friday, the leg, yes. Legends dinner. Legends dinner. And then are there other things happening uh, yes. on the weekend? So yes, Saturday morning, we are bringing back the race and fun run. Okay. I'm so excited about it. We've been okay. working hard on it. That will be starting eight in the morning on the plaza. Is this a car race? What are you talking about? It's a run, walk, fun run race with your with your legs. It's a foot race. It's a, oh, foot, it's a foot race. race. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All ages and levels are welcome. Okay. Um, are you running it, Laura? I will be working probably. <laughs> like, like we should duck that. Like, I have to work. I'm not much right. of a runner. I would okay. probably walk it though, but we want everyone to come out and have some fun. Okay. Okay. with it and then you finish that and the daytime festival kicks off okay so that's in the plaza we have okay. the blessing of the grapes grape stomp of course which is always fun and um really exciting the, okay the grape stomp's kind of funny because you see people get very competitive very yeah. competitive. they wear like team shirts sometimes and these literally are the the barefoot people squishing yes, grapes they are. which yes. is how you harvest stuff nowadays yes. right how you crush things yeah, not with my people <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um and you have a swabber sometimes somebody's yep. in there kind of cleaning out the little screen because the grape exactly. gets in there and their goal is to collect as much as they Jeez. can or like to get to a certain amount yeah. by a certain time yeah uh, so, I've done it. It's hard. It is hard. It's harder than it looks. Definitely there's technique to it, without there, a doubt. Yeah. It's funny because I was trying it, and then somebody who worked for a bank was like just totally crushing me, no pun intended. Uh, and it's like <laughs> they had this whole like squeak, like tap dance sort of thing they were doing, and right. they were very good. Right. So bankers. Yeah. Yeah. They have plenty of time to learn how to squish grapes. Right, exactly. Some of us have to work on podcasts. Right. Uh, so yeah, the grapes, the yeah, grape stomp. Grape stomp, artisans festival. Oh, cool. Wine, beer by the glass, barbecue, okay. kids zone. Okay. Um, what am I forgetting? Live music, of course. Okay. Community booths. All, uh, so it's like a big, big community festival. parade and festival. All day. Okay. All day. Uh, all right. Possibly water fights from the fire department. Okay. Pending 
the, dun, dun, the, dun. the salami throw? The salami toss. Salami yes. toss. We're doing a yes. salami toss. Salami toss. Kid zone, yes. <laughs> uh, we're doing track. Hold on. Only oh, no, no, listen. These are all things. When when, uh, when oh, I first went to the Vintage races. Festival. Only, okay, in a small town, you better have the salami toss. <laughs> well. I mean, this I is a. Com- this. Right. This is a community event, right? Yeah. I right. mean, we all have stories from it and right. our yeah. memories. And quite frankly, it was rough after COVID and. Right. Yeah. Right. Everything. So we want to bring it back. We yeah. want people to come and have yeah. fun. You're right. I mean, I, re- right. I truly remember very clearly all of these things when I was little. <laughs> right. And, and it's, what you were saying, you weren't aware of the wine business, but you were. You just weren't aware yeah. this was a wine. What I was par- It was a vintage festival, in. right? Yes. The vintage, right? And yeah. yeah, again, it's a community-wide event. And all of this is not for a profit. It mm-hmm. is all that supports our foundation mm-hmm. in order to give back to the community and the organizations here. This year, we're supporting the um, FFA, the Future Farmers of America, Sonoma okay. Valley chapter, okay. and um, the Mentoring Alliance. So oh, all of this and just other throughout the year, we'll, right. if there are funds available to go throughout just local organizations and Lord, charities. Did you do FFA as a kid? I did not, but my okay. niece is doing it right oh, now. Really? She just okay. finished. Um, and unfortunately, her, her pig, Tiger... Uh, hurt his ankle and couldn't mm. go to the fair, so we bought her pig. So Tiger say, will be in our freezer soon. Oh, I was going to say, like, Tiger, Tiger got to stay because he hurt himself. Tiger got right. no, it's, it's a she. Tiger. Oh, she. She, she did get to stay, yeah. yeah. So we, just, we just wrapped up the county fair here in Sonoma County where people bring their uh, hogs and their and their chickens sheep and their and sheep for sale. Yes. Do they sell program. the guinea pigs to the 4-H kids? What do they do? I don't think so. Okay. Well, it wouldn't be a very big bite. I don't think so. But I do know there was a lot of kids this year, which is Really? That's good. That's great. That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 And then back to the right. festival. <laughs> but enough I about the pig. Not about the, the pig. marketing department is working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, is there anything else going on that day? Yes. And then that evening will um, sort of conclude at the Grand Tasting, which has always been a part of the Vintage Festival weekend as well. It's on Saturday, September 30th in the evening at the Sonoma Barracks. Okay. And that is where you get your chance to, you know, meet and try all of, uh, meet our winemakers and try all of their wines. Um, it's it's fun, it's celebratory, live music, tons right. of food vendors, um, culinary. We have places like El Dorado Kitchen, Girl in the Fig. Um, Fairmont Sonoma Fairmont Mission Inn. Fairmont Sonoma Mission right. Inn. Uh, all these wonderful places, sweet scoops, of course. Great ice cream place, of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it. it, it this sounds like a, a really good two days, action packed to kick Very the whole thing off. Very action packed. Yes. And then afterwards, everyone that shows up has to go work harvest, right? That's the rule. Well, last year was funny because harvest was early. <laughs> oh, really? And it that weekend was October seventh, eighth, and it was sort of the f- end of harvest. It was. This year, it's going to be basically. Just starting. Well, let's talk about that. When, when, yeah, I know I look on my calendar and it says harvest starts at 9 a.m. on this date, but how, how does it really work? I don't think it works that way. <laughs> how do I know when to, when to pick grapes? How does that work? What's going on? Uh, you know, every, you'll ask 10 winemakers, they'll all tell you 10 different answers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the grapes have to go through verasion first. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Is that like a place they go to? That's when the grapes color. start, the color starts to change in the reds and the whites. So because they start to hopefully told turn from green to more golden in color. So but um, when, the, when when the grapes are born, when they first come out as clusters, yes, they are not red or white. Correct. Uh, what are they? They're just kind of a funny green color. Okay, and then and then, and then as start. then they start to large. They start okay. to you know get larger. Right. And then at some point they'll start to soften. 
Okay. Right? Because they're hard as BBs to start. Mm-hmm. Plant them at your and, brother's and head. And they, like right. a fake grape. <laughs> and and right. then as okay. they start to soften, that's when they start um, changing and start accumulating sugar. Okay. Okay. So that's the start of erasion. One way to see it is by looking th- at the color of the reds. And it's okay. very, very late this year. It is. Um, and, and rain and it, colder this year. Yep. And, and we had a true winter this year where, you know, the vines went completely dormant, they actually which they dormant. haven't yeah. done in many years. Last year was right. super warm. Right. Um, and so we're, de- we're we don't know what's going on. It, I talked to a grower today, and he seems to think that the um, reds will be done with verasion before some whites because everything's just kind of backwards. Oh, so even whites go through verasion. Correct. Again, it's more Which, of an acu- a sugar accumulation. Okay. So right now, if you put a grape in your mouth, mm-hmm. it's so tart, it's it's unbearable. Right. right. Um, so they'll start accumulating sugar and they'll start uh, softening up. Got it. I remember Joel once told me Joel Peterson. You mentioned ravens. We once told story he'd, he'd go out in the uh vines with his son who's now a winemaker morgan mm-hmm. uh on his back yeah. and the way he wouldn't have what's called a refractometer which is how you put you know the juice in there and you can kind of see the sugar levels right. or the bricks he would feed it to his kid right and if the kid kept eating the grape it was almost time to harvest <laughs> <laughs> was, was, there was enough sugar in it yeah. right my understanding correct me if i'm wrong the sugars are a key part to making wine because sugars convert into alcohol correct. Is that right okay yep. um and then so when they're at the right point you don't want too much sugar Otherwise, Correct. you can make jelly or something like Correct. that. Correct. You don't want too much sugar <laughs> right. because the um, alcohol would be too high, um, mm. and and you endanger the yeast, which do all the work because of okay. too high alcohol, the yeast will die. Okay. Um, and you also, it's a matter of how it tastes and balance, right? Mm. It hurts um, the next day too. Too, too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> too, much, too much sugar leads to higher alcohols, and that's what Laura's speaking. Of. <laughs> you feel, you I feel don't know right. anything about that myself. <laughs> um, uh, but then the other thing you're looking for is you're looking for flavor development. Got it. And you know that's the challenge every year is how quickly does the sugar grow? Mm. Um, you want it to. You want it to get there uh, at a, at a an amount where there's flavors are able to develop. You don't want to go too fast, correct? Or you might not have a complex thing. Right, right. I've also heard that one of the and nice it can things, be out of balance. One of the nice things about this area is that when the fog comes in or it cools off at night, right. that helps keep the sugar levels low and, and balance yeah. it off. Yeah. So, yeah. I learned things from listening to podcasts, which reminds me, don't you have a podcast, Bart? I am part what's, of a podcast. What's the name of that podcast? It's called The Winemakers. Oh, what's it about? Um, <laughs> Sports? Yeah. You know, we're pretty transparent. Right. Uh, um, no, it's uh, uh, myself, Sam Katuri, uh, John Myers, and Brian Casey. So okay. um, Sam uh, kind of re- represents the growing. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak to the winemaking. Mm-hmm. Brian is a psalm, so okay. um, he's kind of on the service end. And can you, I, I'm assuming it's not like a biblical uh, poem. What's a psalm uh, mean? The, in... A sommelier. Got it. Thank you. So, okay. um, um, you know, helping people in restaurants, helping people select wines, okay. uh, making suggestions. Having Aren't those people jerks and they're snooty? Isn't that true? Um, mm-hmm. There certainly are those, without a doubt. I've experienced them. Uh-huh. Um, Brian's uh, Brian's the, pretty easy to talk to. Yeah. So they're, so <laughs> the they're, so they're kind of like your partner in choosing a good wine. Correct. If they're doing it right. Correct. Sure. Okay. And then John's our consumer. Oh, good. And 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 John, you know, director John grew up. Yeah, director of consumption. <laughs> John grew up, or uh, you know, spent his career in advertising and right. like going out to lunches with oh the old know, expense account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he so his perspective is really interesting, you know. Really? And and it's funny because sometimes there's questions and someone will, he'll ask a question and I look at him and I go, really, John? And okay. I go, no, of course that makes perfect sense. And, right. And and what the great thing about it is is a lot of our listeners are not in the business. 
business and Correct. they want to learn that. So it, right. it allows them to learn. So it's, fun. It, it's been really fun. We're approaching 300 episodes. Wow. Amazing. It's called The Winemakers. The Winemakers. Available wherever fine podcasts are yes, found. Exactly. Okay. And it's, and it's taped here in Sonoma Valley. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And what we do is we typically, for the most part, have um, young winemakers on, let them come on and talk about their brands. Okay. Um, yeah, we talk I've to been all on. sorts of people. And and, and young marketing <laughs> people yes. who work yeah. in the wine business. <laughs> well, Trying to break into it. Well, you're not a winemaker? I am not. Okay. <laughs> I forgot something very important about the Vintage Festival oh. weekend that I need to talk about. Call back to that. Go. The poster contest. What? Is back. Poser contest? The I'm poster. the biggest poser you know. Oh, poster. Every year there's a poster that represents, and it's sort of the mascot oh, of the Oh, like weekend. an artistically Artist- done poster. poster. I've seen these. Yes. So okay. the, it just concluded, and we have a winner. Do we know who? Can you announce it? No. <gasps> but it will be announced on Monday. And then, oh, come on! You can't announce <laughs> it? Okay, I like that. I like that. So, you can't. This isn't going to go out till Monday. It'll go out on Monday. But should you... No, no, wait, 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 wait. So, to, I so, would encourage everyone to, to go to the SonomaValleyWine.com to find out the winner. Yeah, to right. our social media, oh. at Sonoma Valley Wine. Okay. Um, and Sonoma City, we did it right. in partnership with them, which okay. is great. And we had a good amount of submissions. Everything was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was hard to pick, but we'll announce, and then we'll be printing them, and okay. then it will be featured throughout the weekend. That's cool. Anyone can come out to the daytime I like how you just hedged it. You're like, everyone did their best effort. <laughs> they did. Just it was amazed by the depth of really talent. And it has, we made the theme, so the weekend... Come on, one of them was terrible. No. Which one was I'm bad? not one to judge was an artiste. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the Harvest, Under the Harvest Moon. Okay, it's good. Was the theme okay. because on September 29th at Legends Dinner, it will be the Harvest Moon. Oh, in the sky that you evening. couldn't predict the future. Could, you know when the full moon is. A you guys night. are like evil, Witches. like Sorcerers. witch necromancer types. Yeah, good right. job. Yes. Wow, that's so, amazing. We're very excited. Okay, I like. I, I do yeah. want to. I do like those posters, and it's always yeah. kind of neat to see the different yeah. types of arts there. We're really excited. Is there going to be if like a big dog on it, like for Dane Sellers, or is that <laughs> exactly no dog, no dog? <laughs> but let's speak of which. Let's refill because we got to We got to get yeah, to the next section of the podcast, uh, which is going to be. We got to help me answer some questions. So, uh, are you guys ready for that? Yeah, bro. I'm okay, a bad okay. test okay. taker. <laughs> um, so, as you know, we have two visitor centers: one at the Plaza, one is south of Yonsa Winery. We we have email, social media, TikTok, text us. People ask us questions, okay? Yeah. And we have to answer them. But yeah. today, you're going to be working for the Visitor Center. Perfect. And you're going to help answer it. We have decided to call this section of the podcast, We Get, get, get questions. questions. Perfect. So original. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Winemakers Podcast. And now, you haven't, seen, you. You haven't seen these yet. Okay. You're no, not, right? I no, haven't. no, we haven't so seen this them. Is like it. But I will hand them out now so oh. you can look at them if you want, but that way. But you haven't seen oh, them until you, you walk in the door. Them. Yeah, I'll just read them. Okay, good. Ready? I bet I say. These are ones that came in. So, ready? We are visiting from Orlando. Okay. okay. I don't like red wines. Okay. Do any of the wineries have sweeter white wines? And do wineries usually have both red and white wines or just one or the other? So... Sweeter white question. wines, and then also, do, do wineries just have reds, or do wineries have whites, or both, and how does that work? I can answer the second part of it, if you want to take the first one. Sure. I'll start with the second part of Let's it. Let's go for it. So, the important thing to remember is, of course, what you like is, you know, looking into all of the wineries, um, but not just stopping at 
what the first thing you see is. If you like white wine and all you see are cabs or pinots, you should definitely call them and do some more digging. You can talk to us, talk to you, but most wineries do have a variety of varietals. So I would I would suggest not to ever just say judge a book by its cover because most of them do. So and most wineries will have red and white yes. wine. Yes. Okay. And it's also please open your 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 palate and try something new too because you never I I mean I didn't know I liked Chardonnay mm-hmm. until a few years ago more than that but you know people judge that very harshly and unless you've you know maybe had a really good one you don't know what you're missing right so i think it's opening your your palate and and being open to a a new try but yeah most of them have different most of them have red and white wines available yes and be willing to go beyond your comfort zone and especially in sonoma we're pretty relaxed we're yeah. I mean, pretty I mean, relaxed. We're pretty nice people. We are pretty nice people. So, we are pretty welcoming, and um, we're glad you're coming from Orlando. Right. And 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 the other thing to remember is that um, wineries. Uh, Wine is, is an experiential, right? Yeah. Like you learn something every time you have a wine. So you just because you don't like red wine, as Laura said, try something, you know. And and a good person working at the winery will, if you tell them I don't really like red wine or I haven't had it, they'll guide you through yeah. it. They're not going to give you something that's, right. you know, really massively large and hard or, to drink. Or like what you have here. You have a rosé, right. which is a, a touch of red yep. in the wine, yep. Grenada. A great entry level yeah. type of right. wine. And Grenache is usually a red wine. Correct. Right? Right. So yeah. it's uh, a good way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sweeter white wines. I've heard Sauternes. 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 Sure. Sauternes. Um, Sauternes. You, you know. Sauternes. Um, there's not there's not that much sweet <laughs> yeah, yeah, wine around yeah, anymore, right? Um, but but wine is also just because it doesn't say it's sweet, right? Or, you know, by the lab test may say it's dry, which means no sugar. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it doesn't have an essence of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, alcohol is vis- viscous mm-hmm. and it gives a roundness to the flavor. So a lot of times there are wines that are dry, but they have a sweetness like a sweet to taste. it. Sometimes the fruit profile is sweet. Um, uh, So, again, open your mind and and try the wines. The great thing about a tasting is is that it's just a little taste, and if you don't care for it, you can just pour it out and ask them to try something out. Are there also like something called late harvest wines? Usually they're reds, but are there any white red harvests? Uh, There are some white late harvests, um, but, yeah, you're right. Most of them are reds, you know, ports. Um, But, you know, if you think about when – when America was established, when California was established, where we were coming on the 200th anniversary, mm-hmm. you know, most of the wines that were being made and drunk at that time were sweet wines. Oh, interesting. Um, and okay. it was because they were higher alcohol, mm-hmm. and that would help preserve them right. and help them, you know, not go bad. Right. Um, so, okay. you know, when the Decor- Declaration of Independence was signed, <laughs> they were drinking Sauterne. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Very good. So. Well, so same, same question then is, where can I get white Merlot wine? And so a white Merlot would be a rosé. Okay. Um, and I would want to talk to the marketing department that decided <laughs> to call it white Merlot. You know, there was a, one winery had white Cabernet 
Blanc or Cabernet, you know, white Cabernet before. Yeah. And um, I, you listen, I'm a winemaker. I'm not yeah. a marketer, so maybe I should keep my no, mouth. So, that's not, that's well, not good marketing. It was funny because like White Merlot, I, and I looked it up, and, it, yeah. and it's usually in AVAs with more of a mass bulk. So places that aren't doing a lot of premium wines yeah. will do a White Merlot. And I think, because I, I sort of stared at her for a second, and, <laughs> and then she mentioned a brand. I said, okay, that's a big mass market bottom shelf brand that they add sugar to things right. and, and magical stuff. Um, I, when I think of it, it's like upstate New York. Um, I think there's some uh, rosé of Merlot, yeah. right. is what I would call it there, um, because they can grow Merlot there, right. and they want to have an entry-level wine, so right. they make so some rosé. So usually when you hear like a white, and then a varietal, white Zinfandel, white Merlot, you're right. actually looking at a wine that's been slightly changed or marketed in such a way to make it approachable for people who are not, maybe, who don't think they're wine drinkers. Yeah. Um, I would and suggest a rosé of... Pinot Great. or a rosé of Grenache. Fantastic. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's good. And so white, white Zinfandel is a way for people to move some Zinfandel back in the 80s. Uh, maybe white Merlot is a way for people to move stuff. Go get an actual Merlot. Go to Gun Bun, or, or if you make a Merlot, and get a really good Merlot. Yeah. Because yeah. you might really like it, and Merlots yeah. are quite good. Yeah. Um, don't believe the hype from the movie. Don't believe And, yeah. and Rex Pickett's oh, here gosh. tomorrow. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Or the show. There's been a couple since that Duh. movie. Duh. <laughs> okay, here's, ready? here's a good question. We have people text us questions. You got this one. What's the best place for pizza? Oh. That's in Sonoma? In Sonoma. I, I don't, I feel like I'm, and best could be biased. Is subjective. Okay. And, it, and, it, and I asked the person, where are you? And they said they were on the plaza. So I honestly go whatever you want. I, I mean, I, I'm I afraid that if I don't say no, the right one, no. when I walk into the I other place, I'll get in trouble. I'm going to say it. I love Jacobs. I Jacobs. love Jacobs. On they have Broadway. a great gluten-free option. Okay. Mary's Pizza I grew up with. Mm. I love their their Mary's salad. I love their breadsticks. No, come on. I don't part. love pepperoni. The pepperoni. I they love have the cup pepperoni. pepperoni. It catches I love the their, grease. I love right. their lunch slices. Right. I don't love their pies. From the slice shack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with the Swiss. Oh, like yeah. Well that, done. Those pizzas are so yeah. good. From the Swiss yeah. Hotel. Did, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So those are good. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give another option. Kristen, are you listening to that? <laughs> the red, I, I give the Swiss the enough Swiss business. <laughs> another one I'm going to give you is the Red Grape. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Right next to La Prenda Tasting Room. Yep. Yes. Uh, so you can try some of their wines there. Good pizzas. A good place <laughs> to chill. Uh, and those are good places in Sonoma. Yes, right. And, and Mary's, the original Mary's is technically in the spring. Jacob's is right off the square and too. Jacob's right off the square right now, near train you town. can ride your bike because Hunt Bailey's uh, Cinema Adventures bike mm-hmm. rental company is yeah. right next to it sure and uh, you can work off some of that pizza but I have an can, electric I give bike. A, can I give a <laughs> shout out to my hometown of Petaluma I've heard yeah. of it Pinky's Pizza. Pinky's, Pinky's Pizza? I haven't heard Been of that. Been there forever. Is it downtown? Wait, is that yep. the one downtown? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, like the two story? Is it two yeah. story? No, just one story. No, because that's a Chicago pizza. That's a oh, one that yeah. Also very good. Very that is good. But like Pinky's. Pinky's is quite Let's good. Let's be honest. I'll eat any pizza though. This is a dumb question. The best place for pizza is whatever's right in front of you. Right, exactly. And actually, that brings up a good Cinema Valley thing. There aren't a lot of bad restaurants here because they don't survive. And we have good chefs and winemakers talking to each other. Okay. You ready for this one? Yeah. You just mentioned something. So, I'm looking for a good place to ride bikes. Any Ooh. ideas? Anywhere and everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have a bike path, we of do. course. Mm-hmm. A lovely bike path um, that takes you basically throughout the whole the whole span of the city. Right. And you can make stops along the way. Okay. Um, you can go up 
uh, what would be where Gunbun is and all of that. Yep. Yeah, there's a couple of classic loops yeah. in Sonoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all can all be done from the plaza. Okay. You know, one is um, going out Level Valley to Thornsbury, okay. going in the back gate of Gunlock Bunchu. And then this is the most cinema thing ever. Like you feel like you're trespassing, but everyone walks through this gate right. that goes to a neighborhood right. that cuts through like this little weird yeah. path. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, this is allowed. This yeah. is part yeah. of it. So, okay. And if you want something a little more ambitious, of course, you can keep going up Level Valley and do mm-hmm. Level Valley Loop, which, okay. um, you know, it's a, it's a good climb up and great views. Beautiful. Uh, and that's good for cyclists down. who might have a little more gears yeah. or, or an e-bike. An e-bike. Or an e-bike. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Love it. And then another ride that's uh, maybe from the plaza a little bit longer, but not, not necessarily as challenging, is riding up to Glen Ellen. Stay mm-hmm. off Highway 12, but go yep. up Arnold to Drive, Arnold, yeah. yep. and then doing that Dunbar loop, yeah. um, Dunbar to Heno, okay. uh, and then come yeah. back the same way, you okay. know, and and spectacular Which, views, yeah, and, and not terribly busy roads, right? And okay. honestly, with anyone visiting Sonoma, going on that side, maybe not always by bike, but I don't ever want that side to be forgotten because it that those views never get old, right? And it's that beautiful. drive on you know up towards Kenwood and mm-hmm. past there is it the it's stunning sometimes so. I'll come into work that way because I live up by Santa Rosa I'll come in, yeah I come in back way I love it and it's we have so great wineries over there yeah. and it's not a it, do not okay. miss that but the answer is you said e-bike I just I don't I didn't you say just got one. No, I just have no one e-bikes now, are amazing and I love them but uh Bart, you just Barks, did the you just did the ending hunger chef cycle <laughs> And you have an uh, 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 like a road bike. I, yeah, I have a I have a handful of bikes. You do. It shows all of yeah. our differences. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love that. that you ride bikes and, and do all sorts of stuff like that. Tell me about this Chef Cycle real quick. What was that? Uh, Chef Cycle is a and a great event, and I found out about it because they they rolled through Sonoma Valley one time. Um, chefs from all so it's uh, the organization is No Kid Hungry. Um, Chef Cycle is an event that's put on to support No Kid Hungry. Okay. Um, last year, there were 100 chefs that came from all over the United States and a few from Canada. They come here to they Sonoma. They come here to Sonoma. Sonoma Valley, Sonoma County. Okay. And uh, we, it's based out of Santa Rosa at the Flamingo. Okay. And we rode 300 miles in three days. You're bonkers. So are your knees still um, recovering? Your back still no, recovering? No, I'm actually f- pretty good. You're good. Um, you ride bikes a while ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it was in May this May. year. Yeah. Um, and so this just year recovery. we raised just about. <laughs> <laughs> it only took me two and a half months. <laughs> this year we raised um, close to a million dollars. What? Um, what? Just that all, one ride? Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and, amazing. And so okay. we. Uh, and all that money goes to feeding kids. Right. It's great. So. Um, and there are actual chefs. Uh, world famous chefs on their bicycles come for this. Yeah, the first year I did it, there were 300 riders from all over the United States, um, and we raised two and a half million dollars. Wow! And and all the money goes strictly to buying food to for um, no kids for feeding kids. That's great. Okay, so, throughout the country, throughout the country. Wow! Okay. It's an amazing organization. Yeah. And, and and for those watching this on YouTube, uh, you're wearing the shirt right yeah. there on the podcast. He's wearing a shirt, and it says "Ending <laughs> Hunger Chef Cycle 2023." Uh, okay, that's good. Final question. Are you guys ready? You're at the visitor center. You're working at the front cart. You're my volunteers. Someone comes up and they ask, are there any wineries or restaurants open on Thanksgiving Day or the Friday after? My soon-to-be husband and I can't find much time off work, so we'll need to go that weekend. Great weekend to come. One of my favorite weekends. Okay. Most places are open. Um, Definitely Friday after. That's a huge day. Make, you know, if you want a specific reservation, make it soon, but uh, most take walk-ins. Right. I would say on Thanksgiving Day, places like Wit and Wisdom, 
Um, I think Swiss is even possibly open. Yeah, um, I think the girl in the Fair, fig does yeah. it. The Fairmont's, Fairmont's open. Fairmont's open. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Layla, but uh, I mean, most places will be open, but make your reservation. Friday, definitely. It's a good bustling time to be here. The very weather's popular. usually nice. And uh, it's just fall a fun, colors are still yeah, fall very colors much here. are very much here. Yeah, because yeah, you guys have gone out and painted all the vineyards, right? right? With yeah, head. Exactly. Yeah. Good job. Good yeah. job. I'm okay. just imagining it, like a. <laughs> I, I was gonna make a joke, but it was maybe too close with the fires. Not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like we're. we're okay. So we. So we. It's a. It's a beautiful time to come visit. Yes. And uh, we do have a list on our website of restaurants and wineries open yeah. on Thanksgiving and the day after. Get, take yeah. your um, time off work with your new husband. You and should. Come, out. Yeah. come on, new yeah. husband. I mean, it's I important. always say that fall is the best time, and yeah. it is. and I think people should come during harvest. <laughs> you do, um, yeah, because what are you like pressing them into working? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, it's you know just what? Beautiful. The weather's perfect. Right. People are out. I, at Benziger, we had thousands of people come through yeah. right. the tours yeah. during harvest, yeah. and we'd get them in there. We'd yeah. get their hands dirty, and you know what? You blow people's minds. Yeah, because um, you have the winemakers there. You right. have you, everyone you, there. You, the aromatics. Yeah, the, you smell the it. Colors, smell the must in the smell. air. Uh, Chris Locks never at Luxon Winery does a, a crush pad tour yeah. whenever he's doing it. A lot of wineries do that. Yeah. Sometimes they'll take you around, and you can see the yeah. crush pad and how it works. And, and that's how time. Sonoma right. is too. You okay. have access to all of that. We we're so much more like not casual but it's it's more intimate right and um i think it can create more of a special there might be a winemaker on the bike right next to you there might be you never know yeah with some and i'll just speed by him on my (laughs) (laughs) e-bike and he's like i've got rose with with her her bell going Oh. I don't. I need a bell. You don't have a bell. I need a bell. Go over to Wine Country I have Cyclery. A no, Wine Country Cyclery. I bought my bell there. For okay. My bike. I have a bike at the office that I only ride my bike around town. So I yeah. park my my car when I come to work, and then I ride the bike because yeah. everything yeah. in this town is only like a mile and a half from yeah. each other. So Great. when I go get lunch or have a meeting, it's a lot quicker. Yeah. So I I tell people to bring a bike. Yeah. Um, guys, you you passed the test. Thank You've you answered the questions. You're amazing. <laughs> Did I? You passed the test. <laughs> uh, let's let's work this in order here. Uh, first of all, if people want more information about not the dog Dane Sellers, but right. Dane Sellers named after your amazing child. Where do I find information about that? DaneSellers.com. Okay. And if they also want to learn more, like your voice is like melodious and amazing. You sound smart. The name of your podcast again is? The Winemakers. Okay. So we're the winemakerspodcast.com. Okay, very good. And then, uh, Laura, if people want more information both about the, the Vintage Festival or about Cinema Valley Wine, Winemakers, where do they go? So coming up is the Valley of the Moon Vintage Festival. That is Valley of the Moon vintagefestival.org and then for Sonoma Valley Vintners and Growers Alliance, Sonoma Valley Wine, all of our social media, Sonoma Valley Wine and then sonomavalleywine.com that has all the information about Vintage Festival um, on that, on all of our social channels but look at Valley of the Moon vintagefestival.org, look at the events please come out, have some fun with the community and support the wonderful people that live here too. Yeah, I love that. Come have some fun. Yeah, it's, love it. it's going to be great. Yeah, we're really looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, great. Well, thank you guys. And if you uh, want more information beyond these two fabulous people, go to cinemavalley.com for special offers, events, whatever is happening. Mom and Dad, thanks for listening. Kid, go to class. I know I dropped you off for college, so I want to know what's going on. <laughs> and everybody else, we'll see you next week on the Cinema Spiel. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.